the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello there, my friends. Welcome to a brand new Come Together San Diego broadcast with some People I haven't had in the studio before, and I know you're going to love them, and I'm going to introduce them in a moment. But you know, if you've been tracking this show for any length of time, you know I go deep fast in some of these things You know that, that we're talking about, some of these things that you're not going to hear on traditional news settings or even on Christian broadcasts. I go deeper, and I also go, and here are the scriptures that support it. So I've been doing this for quite some time, and many of my audience would be familiar with that, but many others are uh, not so sure about things like this because you are becoming comfortable with your relationship with the Lord and uh, you're trying to discover what that means. And there are even others that are listening to this show that uh, don't really have a clue but want to have a clue. We're going to talk to every single one of you on this broadcast for Come Together San Diego today. And uh, the theme is going to be Acquiring Beauty for Ashes. So I want to introduce my two co-hosts and guests. I say co-hosts and guests because in one hour, one is going to be the co-host and the other one going to be the guest. And then the second hour, we're going to switch uh, co-pilot seats and they're going to switch. I want to introduce you to Brian Jordan. He he is uh, a neat brother, a tremendous uh, lover of God and a, a speaker, teacher, evangelist, hearted person. But he's also a man who knows how to deal with, I don't even know how to, deeply say this, but challenging, heart-rending situations. You're going to hear some of his stories, but also how God has pulled him in God's direction in light of these things. So, Brian, how are you doing? I'm excited to be here. Fabulous. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And my who the man who's going to be my guest for the first hour and my co-host for the second, his name is George Elias. Hi, George. Hi, Kath. How are you today? I'm doing fine, and we're doing fine. And my listening friend, buckle up, because you're going to be doing finer than you ever thought you could be. <laughs> Come on. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, on the show, and I'm going to have both of you talk with me in the first segment here, uh, George and Brian. I, th- I had a feeling that it was time for a time for a real cleansing for our listeners to actually recalibrate, if you will, and get tight with the Lord like never before, because we're in vital times. And if you're just a quasi-passive Monday through uh, Saturday sinner and a Sunday saint, (laughs) those times are past tense now. We have to be serious with the Lord because he's serious over us, but also the time frame demands it. It doesn't suggest it or imply it. It demands it. So, uh, Brian... Jordan, why don't you spend just a moment or two giving us your overview, and then I'll have George do the same, and then we'll kind of jump out, and you get to be my co-host for the first hour. Is that fair, sir? Yes, sir. That's fair. That's more than fair. I'm Go excited to be here. Go for it, Brian. And uh, thanks for having us, Kaz. And my prayer is, and, and our people have been praying, that San Diego would really come together like the program says. Yes. And uh, as we're looking at it, and uh, you know, George and I just did an event called Hope California, 
we uh, led the San Diego portion of 10 to, it turned out to be 11 sites all through California and even into Oregon. And really we're praying and uh, believing God. And I'm actually led to go into a 10 day fast. The first day is November, the first 10 yes. days starting on sundown, November 1st for a unity to hit here and for us to see revival, atomic revival, like they saw 73 or whatever years ago the, when the power of prayer and fasting hit San Diego, to see a move like that again, to see it impact and to see the greatest harvest ever. And so I'm excited to be here and excited to be part of a place, uh, even a show that calls for the unity yes. like John 17. Everyone probably knows it. But Jesus said, if we were one, the world will know. Yes. So let's hit the gas now and let's call forth people to be one. Yes. Because they will know there is only one Jesus. There is only one Yeshua, one God. And he's the creator of everyone. And he's the savior of everyone. And everyone needs him. That's right. George, you, you know, one of the things I've known you for a number of years, George, and you and I have attracted the church environment. And a lot of times going to church, people go, okay, I, you know, I've got my, I've clicked my parking pass. I've, I've been in church on Sunday and there I can do whatever I want for the rest of, of the week and, and, and live life accordingly. If you've looked around, the world isn't that way anymore. You have to make your stand and stand your, your faith. And uh, I have a, in fact, I have a sense because the media is so prolifically fighting against the Judeo-Christian values. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the things that are going on that are very exciting about the Lord and what the Lord's doing with people are being hidden. So I, I wanted to make this show, George, an opportunity for people to embrace the truth of God and discover their calling and move forth in, in, in great zeal and vitality. What are your thoughts? Well, one of the things that grieves me the most as a Christian, I've walked with the Lord for over 44 years now, and um, is people that go to church on Sunday or Wednesday or two or three times a week, and that's the extent of their Christianity. Mm. We're made for more than that. We all have a calling and a destiny Mm. to fulfill, and I believe that in these days that we live in today, we are called to be able to fulfill that which God has placed upon your heart. The Bible talks about that we're created with purpose and design, we have to fulfill that purpose and design for why we're on the earth. It's time for the church to wake up. It's time for the church to reach out and touch those people around them because God brings people across their pathway that God wants to impact. And every single person in the body of Christ has that purpose and that calling on their life Amen. to be able to touch others around them. Yes. Uh, Brian, any further thoughts on that? Brian Jordan. I, I fully I fully agree. And, and I I've been seeing a lot of prophetic signs um, in recent times. And to be honest, um, I'm writing a book that is due. It's due out on two twenty two twenty two, And it's <laughs> on the keys of David, Isaiah twenty two twenty two, which says that the keys of the house of David, he will lay upon our shoulder to open the doors. No man can shut and to slam those doors that no man, woman or devil can open. Yes. And I, I've, I've seen that since Lou Engel prayed over me in San Diego in 2005. I never lived here till 2017 and never thought I'd live here. I thought I'd still be in Africa. I was a missionary, mostly in Zimbabwe and South Africa, um, and sometimes in Europe and Ireland and stuff. But um, I didn't think I'd be here. And I believe San Diego is the key of David's city. I've seen so many signs of that over my life that it's multiplying. And since last Saturday... My wife, who almost passed away from COVID recently, was finally able to travel. And she traveled to our spiritual mother, 
of our ministry, Generation One, is under Iris Global, and she was with Heidi Baker in uh, North Carolina. And Heidi was preaching last Saturday. I even sent it to George and started watching right away because there's something that links me to George, too. And Heidi said, God's leading her to end every meeting at 11.11 every night. My. And I was so impacted by her message. And George has had a, an anointing with that. But since then, I've been seeing many signs. And even on the way here, the uh, fire engine behind me had a serial number one 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 and it's talking about in deuteronomy that we'd be a thousand times greater and uh george you even have just quickly you've seen that testimony how much money did you get on that check when that scripture popped for you it was an 11 11 scripture that god gave me and you wanted me to just continue to trust him because i was getting ready to go to tanzania and kenya I needed $15,000, and someone wrote a check for $26,000 for me. Like at the last day, <laughs> the day before he flew or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we believe God is getting ready to do something a thousand times greater than what we've seen. Even in these dark times, it's time for the harvest. It's time for revival, cast. But it's also a time for the believer who's been sitting in a side chair right. somewhere to, yes. to step up, to, to, to take their rightful place. You know, we're going to be talking more about these things, but we're not going to talk about them generally, my friend. Our heart cries to talk about them as it relates to Y-O-U and, in, and, and encourage you and stir you to take that stand. Because if you sit on the sidelines, there's no more, there's no more gonna, not going to be any more game left. We're in the last moments of the last quarter. We're in the last moments of the last quarter. So That's my listening right. friend, we're going to be talking about that. George uh, 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 Elias is with me, as is Brian Jordan, and we're going to talk about things from the heart outside, uh, in, from the heart inside the heart outward, and that's how we're going to communicate with you. So I want you to be ready in the last hour of this broadcast. We're going to open the phone lines, and if God has stirred you to uh, give a testimony or say, I have a need, would you pray for me? We're going to do that as well. So at this juncture, we're going to take a commercial break, and then uh, uh, Brian Jordan and George Elias and Kaz will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back to the show, my friends. A powerful show this is a, a different kind of uh, show than we've been doing of late because I, I had a feeling as we've been d- digging deep, you know, into deeply furrowed ground and digging up some uh, deep, dark, distant facts that you need to know about that other uh, ministers or other churches may not be digging into. You need to know the full picture, the full gospel of God, the full truths of God. And sometimes, you know, the convenience and social gospel doesn't allow that to go there because people mm. might go, oh, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear the good message and that's it. It's a time right now for us to hear the full truth because we're going to have to not only respond to the full truth, but when we make ourselves available to God, he will empower us to show his glory in the midst of contrary situations. I am really thrilled to have with me Brian Jordan. He, he's a missionary-minded, missionary-hearted guy, revivalist. He's a Bible teacher, and he's a guy who... He kind of wears his emotions in a godly way on his sleeve because he's been injured by things of the world, and God has used that to uh, nurture him and uplift him as well. Hi, Brian. Hello, sir. <laughs> and, and and George Elias is with us as our 
guest for the first hour and the second hour. He's going to switch seats with Brian and be the co-host. But uh, George, I, I know you and I have knocked around together for a long time, and there are a lot of things going on that God's saying it's about time that the church is starting to get the, the mm. message. You know, you, it's, it's time because there's there are not many more ticks on the clock. Right. <laughs> You're so right. Can I can I read a scripture? I'm going to hand the baton to you, Brian, Absolutely. and then George can uh, kind of come on in and whenever Holy Spirit stirs him as well. I'm going to go to a scripture in Isaiah chapter 61, uh, verse 3. Many of you will know this scripture, but I'm going to read it. And I'm going to hand the baton over to to Brian, and he can use this as a springboard. But listen, to, I'm going to share the scripture with you, but my listening friend, you need to know that we know that you have been confronted with impossible things in your life, even more so recently than ever before. And God wants to transition that into something that he can use to change lives through your own experiences. If this verse begins to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of mm. heaviness, wow. that they might be trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. My listening friend, you might want to take that as your scripture for the day, week, month, year, or until the Lord returns, beauty for ashes in the book of Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. So th- th- that elicits a bunch of uh, Heart-rending thoughts in your heart and mind, doesn't oh, yeah, it, it stirs, Brian it stirs up some uh, serious emotions, and um, yeah. So jumping right into it, um, you know, I talked about uh, my life prophetic verse is that about the keys of David and how um, the key that was given to a man who went through so much and put himself through a lot too, but uh, went through so much, lost his child, uh, you know, was living in Goliath's land and had, had, you know, finally obeyed the Lord and went and took the throne and went through so much trial. But David was such a worshiper. There was never a worshiper like him. Oh, King David. And wow. such a warrior. Remember? Saul's killed his thousands, but David his tens of thousands. So he had Joab. He had Eleazar. The most mighty warriors on the planet followed him, but he himself was the king and the greatest warrior. Maybe that's ever lived outside of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. So that scripture has helped me so much in so many ways, but in getting through some of the darkest times, Kaz, we we were called into missions in 2006. Um, our ministry, Generation One, joined Iris uh, Global in 2007. We pioneered Zimbabwe and, um, you know, took my whole family over there. And that's a big part of the story of, of our greatest loss. And so... We went over there. Um, I won't go into detail, but I was arrested four times, told by the U.S. Embassy and the, the United States government I was going down. I was going to prison, but the Holy Spirit gave me a different word. And literally something similar, maybe not as bells and whistles as when Paul was, mm-hmm. you know, Paul and Peter got out of prison with the angels. Angels came in there, got me out of an interrogation room. And I'm before you today. So God is great. So what did what would what were their comments about why you had to be uh, it's, prosecuted? It's like a communist nation, and they were framing me to be a spy for the U.S. Oh my! And, uh, and they were trying to get people out of the country so they could do the elections and do whatever they want. And, Sounds and familiar, fear, doesn't it, my listening friend? Yeah, this is way worse. This is way more levels I lived through. But it, but it sounds like like I told you I was in Washington D.C. on election day this year. 
it was not my America that I've known. No, no, no. So we need to pray. But it's a great time, like we've been saying, to get that harvest in. But um, you, we will go through things. So we're in Africa. My eldest son, um, when we had to finally flee and end up in South Africa, we landed in Cape Town. And uh, a prophet, David Wagner, amazing prophet, friend of ours, gave us a word that we were going to raise up 10,000 like arrows. It'd be different than what Heidi's doing in Mozambique, but we're going to raise up revivalists and shoot them like arrows. Mm. Through time and through some of our trials, our youngest son's autism really started working up. He was very large, got very violent with himself, with the family. We had to leave Africa. We looked for 16 months. We looked in the UK. We looked in Florida, all over California, and we landed finally in San Diego to get him help. And we even had to leave the ministry for a while, not officially, but put everything on hold. We were taking care of this child, my wife and I, um, 24 hours a day. Oh, my. And, uh, had people fasting and praying, fasting and praying. You know, anyhow, all the other siblings had left, and we had to leave Africa. My wife's uh, kidneys got very bad, where she's currently needing a kidney transplant. We praise God she made it through COVID. But these are, you know, just like things we're talking about, beauty for ashes. So my, um, my eldest son had a desire to go back to Africa yes. and run things with our ministry, Generation One, with YWAM, Youth with a Mission, mm-hmm. and with um, Iris Global. And uh, as he was training there, and he worked on the river. He worked with George. George, you remember, you were the first people that put rocks in that place, right? Yes, I remember and that. he built that to go on missions, make the money. He went, and sadly, at the age of 23, a little over three years ago, he fell to his death on the Table Mountains, mountain climbing, as he was a leader of his class that he was studying. My, in, my. Uh, devastating. Push the gospel. Brian, devastating. Um, beyond devastating, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people that are listening to this says, that will say, you know, I've experienced or am experiencing that kind of devastation in my life as well. Our hope and heart cry, my listening friend, is not to bring you down, but to use these experiences to lift you up because Amen. Brian's testimony is an uplifting testimony. We've got about two or three minutes. Uh, and George, would you like to put some input on, on this so far or, or let uh, Brian continue? Go ahead, Brian. Okay, there you go, Brian. And... um it is a blessing to have George here, though, because George knew him a lot of, we were so new in San Diego, a lot of people didn't know him. But um, so, yeah, so at age 23, uh, we were in a big conference in, in Florida, and George and I were running a 70-day fast, we called it Atomic 70, because yes. we wanted to awaken that. So as we're running that on the 50th day, um, I was in Florida at our Iris Global Leaders Conference, and all of a sudden my phone, I was... Holy Spirit had hit me. I was slain in the spirit. Uh, Roland Baker, surprise, Satole, Heidi Baker praying for us. And I got my phone ringing off the hook. And uh, long story short, soon I was flying out. By the time I got to Atlanta, and the whole conference had turned into intercession for my son's life. Yes. And I was given the worst news of my life that uh, my son didn't make it. Oh, my. In, uh, oh, my. So, Beauty for ashes, Brian. Beauty yeah. for ashes. And so I... Uh, Flew back, and uh, a lot of things happened in that time. You know, we can maybe carry it into the next segment if you want. Um, there was prayer from David Hogan, went there to try to raise him from the dead. Um, there was communication with his spirit from some of the prayer team. With He was just sharing how 
he was so thankful that they'd come to raise him from the dead. David Hogan's raised 40 people from the dead, you know. My, my, my. And he shared, I'm with Yahweh. I'm with the Father. I'm with Yahweh. Yes, yes, yes. When you are with the Father, unless he tells you to go back. Yes. There's no yeah. way. Everything is, is fulfilled. There. Every longing. Yes. Way beyond our wildest dreams. My, my. And that is beauty for ashes. Yes, right yes, yes, yes. George, we have about one minute. Uh, why don't you make a declaration or a prayer or a comment, and then we'll close the segment, and we'll continue these discussions. But, you know, the 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 challenge is you can't just start from, you know, uh, mid-ground. you got to go right to the depth of the where the despair began because a lot of people can identify with that. And as we... In, encourage you about the Lord's intervention, that will lift you up and you will be raised to great heights. George, any closing thoughts for this segment? Just for me, just knowing Brian and Pamela, his wife, and what they went through, I know grieved my heart, and I was just there as a friend to be able to help them through this, but uh, it's devastating. It was, it, was, it was something that they were going through that God pulled them through, but knowing that their son is in the Father's presence is what's most important. Amen. I've never, I've never experienced what they have experienced there, but I know that God carried them, and I'm so grateful for that. My, my listening friend, this is a different show than we've done in the past, and in the second hour, I want you to be praying and listening, and I want you to be ready to dial in and give some insights in the second hour. I'll give you the phone number when it gets closer to the second hour. But my listening friend, God needs His church to be His church. He needs His ecclesia, or His, his called out ones to be whom we've been called to be. And sometimes we've used church as just a thing that we just do once a week and that we can check that off our box. No more. No more. We are in the last of the last days. We are at a time frame where every, every believer needs to do God's bidding to fulfill their calling because he's got plans for us because we are preparing the way for the return of Jesus himself and ruling and reigning for a thousand years. So we're going to talk more about this, but I don't want you to be passive, a passive listener. I want you to be an engaged listener, and more than a listener, I want you to be activated. So we're going to talk more about these things when Brian Jordan and George Elias and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now back to Come Together San Diego the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Welcome back, my friends, to Come Together San Diego. We're in a, a heart examination time right now and a spirit and soul examination time right now on this broadcast. Sometimes we go for the deep stuff and we let you come along for the, the ride and listen in, but this is more than just listening in. We're going to activate the phones in a little bit and so that you can share what God has done and is doing with and through you as well. And if you need prayer, we'll just do it on the air uh, or not. If you don't want to do it on the air, we'll do it behind the scenes at another time. But nonetheless, now is the time for God's church to be activated. You know, my my guests and co-hosts for this show, Brian Jordan, J-O-U-R-D-E-N, of course, Jordan, Jordan. Uh, he is with us as my co-host for this hour. And uh, I'll tell you what, he is. He understands what Beauty for Ashes is all, all about because of some of the challenges and things that are going on or have gone on in his own family. And so he's with me uh, as my co-host. And then George Elias is with me, uh, and, and he's given color commentary this hour, second hour. He's going to be taking the uh, co-pilot seat. So, George, good to have you as well. Thank you, Cass. You know, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, 
you know, I'm six foot two now, two hundred and XXX pounds, and I don't I would take somebody who was pretty aggressive to push me around, and they might be surprised because of my, you know, background in martial arts and things like that. Oh, I used wow. to go looking for trouble when I was when I, when I realized I wasn't the person to be picked on. That happened in my college days, and all of a sudden, I, it went to the other direction. I became so prideful about how powerful I was, you know, again, God put me somewhere in the middle of being brokenhearted and being, uh, being, uh, Mr. I could beat anybody up kind of mentality. And, but when I was a young man, Brian and George, I I get picked on a lot. So I would go in my own room and I would, I would open the book of Psalms because the Psalms gave me great, uh, great Mm. solace. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Psalms 23 and Psalms 91 and things like that. Oh, yeah. You know, the Lord will give his angels charge over you and things like that. I know that you have some Psalms that uh, really speak to you. My listening friend, I want you to pay attention to this segment because we're going to give you some scripture that you can own. Yes. And uh, you can apply that in your life and strengthen yourself as well. But you, you, one of yours you mentioned was Psalm 84. Tell us a little bit about that. And, George, jump on in whenever Holy Spirit tells you to do so. Brian. Yes, sir. Jordan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and I'm a Lalamia too. I'm mostly Sicilian. So shout out to the Sicilians out there and anyone listening. I just want to say too, that, um, like David was a great worshiper and warrior. You got to worship and you got to keep fighting. Do not give up. Do not give up and, and go into worship. And, uh, that was our first response. Uh, when we found out our friend Jake Hamilton was leading us in worship and, this song, the anthem, my other son and my wife and I, we were just screaming out, I am royalty. I have destiny. I've been set free as we just knew our son had passed away. And we were not going to give up the fight. And um, again, like George said, it's so important to know he's with Jesus. So any of you there, if you do not know Jesus, you must accept Jesus. Uh, Kaz, I don't know how I'd get through this without Jesus. And I'm so grateful he was on fire for God. At like his memorial services and stuff, there was a, a former LRA soldier taken as a child and taught to be a murderer deep in Uganda and Sudan, became his best friend. My son helped lead him in, in Christ. They were roommates there. And he talked about every day he's going to tell his story. I promise you that kid David, he tells the story. He's gone back to the child soldiers. He's preaching the gospel with them. He oh tells them about my son. Other amazing stories, people getting saved in the memorial services. But like I'd said, um, if heaven is so real, and yes. I've got friends in Zimbabwe too. My friend was, he almost almost eaten by a lion. He came back. He was in hell. Oh my. And his and his, and we his family had prayed him out. He came back. He told us about it. He, hell is real. Heaven's is real. real. And the only way to get through this, I've had other friends that their sons committed suicide or their daughters. I don't know how they get through that. Knowing my son was on fire for God, was touching lives like a former LRA soldier who's preaching and even carrying his message. He said, Mama and Papa, he's in my heart. I will preach about it every day. I will yeah. carry his mission yeah. to Africa. Yes. And my son loved Africa. He'd, he'd even gotten it tattooed on his heart. Some people might not agree with that, but... He loved, and it was for the gospel. Africa's my home. That's where he's laid to rest there. That's where he met Jesus. But Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Yes. And he's not done with me yet or my wife. And God gave us Psalm 84, Kaz. I'm going to start in verse 5. 
pay close attention to this, my friend. And I don't want you to listen with your ears. I want you to use the ears to funnel that word down into your heart Amen. and spirit. Yes. Go ahead, Brian. Lord, open their hearts right now. Holy Spirit, come. Blessed and greatly favored is the man or woman whose strength is in you, Lord, whose heart are on the highways to Zion. Passing through the valley of weeping. It's called Baca. They make it, they transform it into a place of springs. That is the joy of the Lord, people. We must have it. It is our strength. Going on in verse 6, the early rain also covers it with blessings. They go from strength to strength, increasing in victorious power. I still have victory, even though I had this great defeat. Each of them appears before God in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Listen, O God of Jacob, Selah, and take a pause and a rest. And Kaz, the way I can explain this, and any of you listeners that have been through loss like that, is it's sort of like, you know, I'm a father and I'm a tree. Yes, you are. And he's my eldest son. I have Kingston, who I adopted, who's a Zimbabwean, and his wife and his, my grandson, Bryson, who's named after my son that passed away, Bryson. I have Bethany, who's 24, and my two granddaughters, Cora and Kyrie. I have Bailey, who's 22, and she's married to Riley, who's 24. And I have Benjamin Josiah, my sword to the nations, who's going to defeat autism with me. And he's 20 years old. And so I'm blessed. But I'm like a tree, Kaz, and I have this one branch. My firstborn, you know, the first time you become a dad. Yes. And that branch is missing. And when such a tragedy came, like instant death, unexpected, I tell people it's like a bomb went off. And, you know, you know, when you watch a bomb, maybe you've been through that. It's like, you know, your ears are ringing and there's fire and ash everywhere and there's a big crater from where the bomb hit. And what you knew has been destroyed. But like Psalm 84, God takes you back there. And then it rains and yes. it says the rains come. And, it, and where that crater is, grass grows, you know, George, and flowers come and there's beauty. Where those ashes were, there's beauty, Kaz. Out there in the in my listening audience, there's beauty. There's destiny. And it grows again. But is that branch missing? Yes. All that fruit off that branch that would have fallen off and made their own fruit, are they lacking? They're gone. But God does bring beauty for ashes. And he brings a new destiny. And I believe he's the author and finisher of our faith. So my son's race is done. But I've got to run. And I've got to run with all I've got to see that. Psalm 84 truly happened. Yes. It's sort of like an amputee as well. Like you remember it. And I mean, I I can't say at at his memorial service, we had three memorial services in the first one. um, My friend, Gustav Detroit is the major apostle in Cape Town. The first white man that went with Nelson Mandela against apartheid and his son was murdered. His firstborn. And he shared, you will wake up in denial for years. You will wonder. You will have dreams. And I've had all those where, hey, we figure out how to get him back. And then you wake up. But God is faithful. 
Yes. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. I mean, you, the presence of God and the joy of the Holy Spirit is so important. George, you've, you've been able to see us. Do you want to just, uh, yeah, we've finish our segment and uh, just share maybe even walking with us and how we've walked in joy and evangelism versus, you know, I I know what I've seen, George Elias, what I've seen in you, Brian and Pamela, because that scripture is very close to my heart as well. But it says that when we go through the valley of weeping, we make it a well. We turn it into a well. Amen. And I know that's one thing that you have, you have learned to do, you've, you've, you've done, is you have turned the situation that has been very difficult, and you've turned it into a well of blessing for you and your family. And God has carried you, and then you're able to share what, what has happened to be able to uplift other people that have gone through similar situations in your life. Amen. And Kaz, I know we got to take a break, but I'd like to finish off by talking about the evangelism. 30 seconds. Can you do it in 30 seconds? Well, I'm well, sorry. Well, in the, ne- in the next uh, segment, I'd like to talk about the evangelism response um, that I had uh, when God challenged me out of that 70 days of fasting to uh, preach the gospel through this. We're going to talk more about that. And then God gave me a scripture while we were talking about that, and we'll begin the, the next. This is a good time for healing now. We we had to we had to set the stage with some of the challenges you may have been facing or are facing, but just so that you know that there's a solution and that solution has a name. His name is Jesus. Amen. We're going to talk more about come that on. when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K Praise. Don't just listen to it; be a part of it at eight six six five seven seven two four seven three. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. We're talking about how God transitioned you from the ashes of despair into the oil of joy for, for that morning. And the oil of joy is what God, Holy Spirit, can pour into you beyond measure my co-host for this hour brian jordan and our guest is george um george elias and uh, forgive me george sometimes slip of the slip of the old tongue (laughs) but you know brian you were talking about how and um, seriously when something devastating happens to you it's kind of like a bomb actually a bomb goes off and it it really does it it destroys you. And when you said that, I God, it's oftentimes God speaks to me, and I think Georgie talks to you in parables and types and shadows as well, and maybe also with you, Brian. But when you said that, and I said, and it reminded me of a scripture in Jeremiah 8.22, it says, is when we, we get a, a bomb explodes in our life and destroys it, and then the scripture says, but is there no balm, B-A-L-M, in Gilead, mm. and is there no physician there? The Bible says that God will be your physician and he will be your healing balm in the face of a bomb explosion upon your life. I'm going to hand the baton to you, Brian, and then George can do color commentary for this last segment. By the way, listening friend, I want you to take note of this. We're going to open up the phone lines in the last hour. You know, we don't do typically opening up the phone lines on this show, but I'm going to give you an opportunity if you want to declare what God has done or what God needs to do. We'll deal with that in the next hour. Let me give you that phone number now. I'm going to give it to you two times, and then I want you to think about calling in uh, the sooner the better at the top of the hour and beyond because we want to spend time with what you want to spend time with. That phone number is 
866-577-2473. Once again, 866-577-2473 or 866-K-PRAISE. 866-K-P-R-A-I-S-E. That should be easier for you. There we go. Is there any balm in Gilead compared to the balm of the explosion? Brian, what do you have you, have you to say about that? Oh, there that? is balm in Gilead. Yes. Oh, I thank God for it. And uh, I thank God for, again, like I said, he's the author and finisher of our faith. So when this took place uh, shortly, uh, the next year, 2019, my daughter, it was getting close to her wedding day. And it's such a powerful thing, Kaz, because even where we had the Hope California with Israel Knight, and you were there uh, with Billy and with all of us, with George and myself, we had a great, powerful night, the last night of the tent. And uh, anyhow, that was built by Bryson, my son. That whole garden, yeah, well, garden at the river. Some of the, and during it, we were baptizing people in a fountain that he made called a Redeemer. And God mm-hmm. is a redeemer. God redeems all things. All things work together for good people, even death, even Psalm 23. He'll take you through the valley of the shadow, but he'll be with you through the other side. And I'll be together with him. You know, he's not in pain. He's with. He's rejoicing. Right. When I say RIP, it's rejoice in paradise, not rest <laughs> in peace. Come on, somebody. Our, if our loved ones know Christ, they're rejoicing. But shortly after that, I was sitting outside my wife's dialysis center. I was like, Lord, I could really use a miracle. I've seen AIDS healed. I've seen eyes open. I want my wife's kidneys healed. She's been struggling for, and she still needs that miracle. I was, I was really upset with God. And then I, my daughter's about to get married. And I was like, I'm not in a mood for my daughter's wedding. And then he said, Brian, numbers 2319. I said, huh? He said, yeah, am I the man or son of man that I'd change my voice? Mm. He said, no. He goes, in four months, pitch the tent. And I said, huh? He goes, during the 70 days, I took you to the Billy Graham site with about 20 intercessors. You prayed over it, and you said on the 70th anniversary of Billy Graham having his famous tent when he wanted to quit the ministry, and 400,000 people came in 1949, starting on September 25th, do it. And I was like, what? Wow. I was in my garage praying. I looked around, and I just could... Some of my son's items were over there, and I could just feel almost like the cloud of witnesses. The Lord and my son, if you could see what we could see, if you would go for it and give it all you got. I looked down, there was a Billy Graham book, like a big book of his whole life. Pictures. Long story short, God opened the doors. A guy who's saved now that used to work with um, Shakira and Jay-Z in the secular industry helped me get about a thousand or more seat tent. And, and, it, and there's a building now there, but about an eighth of a mile from where Billy Graham pitched his tent. And in four months, we went for it. I spoke to so many churches, Billy Graham's assistant, Tom, who used to fast and pray with them. And then they would do the crusade, got in my life and was helping coach me. Uh, George was in Africa during it, but he was so, so we had a huge tent meeting on, and, and that was the response in memory of my son, we did a thing called Tent LA 70 and for five nights. And I wish we had seen more people say, we saw hundreds saved them. We baptized people and we're, we're planning to do Billy Graham 75. Yes, yes, yes. So out of this is God comes in and says, Hey, I'm the author and finisher of your faith. You're not done yet. Didn't you say you'd pitch the tent? Am I a man that I changed my voice? I'm Yahweh. I'm God. 
I knew your son was going to die when I called that. And he didn't die. He came into paradise. He's rejoicing with me. And he's calling it out too. And so we had a powerful moment there. On his second anniversary of his death, I was getting ready to mourn like the first anniversary. Every year too, Kaz, there's a lily that opens. I didn't, and, and my little ranch I have in Vista, it's like an acre and a half. God provided that through a Billy Graham guy too. Um, it opens these flowers. And I looked them up and every year on the day he passed, they open and they're called resurrection lilies. Oh my, my, There is my. hope. My, my, my. But on the second anniversary, I was getting ready to go and mourn like the first anniversary. And God said, go preach the gospel on the beach. Get George, get all these people, preach the gospel. I was like, what? This is during COVID 2020. Remember, nothing was going yes. on. We were going to preach on the beach. I pull up to a car and the Lord says, look at the license plate. There was a 222 on it. Whenever I see that, that's that 222, that keys of David, I go for it. I said, green lights. George, I got, we had a gospel thing. We had all kinds of people worship. Dan Simonek was there. A lot yes. of people. I was going up and down the pier with a thing, telling my son's story and leading people to Christ. We're baptizing teenagers in the water. Yes. Awesome. So we take the beauty and we even, the pain will not go. You know, even this book here, back here, I was looking through some of these notes. There was one time I had to go recently and just, I was going to be at a ministry event and I said, I can't go. I just had to go be with the Lord. And the Lord had me write down all the trials, not just this trial, but the trial of my wife's kidneys, the trial of my son's autism and abuse, you know, the trial of my son's death. My other daughter, during Hope, California, she had, through all these trials, she'd gone to a man and had two kids living with a man, trying to get him saved. She came back to the Lord, prodigal. She was the first baptism in Hope, California, oh that we just did. So there is beauty, yes. there's redemption yes. for ashes. And if you're out there, I just pray for you, and I believe that God will touch you, and he will bring in this next hour beauty for ashes. Yes, yes, yes. You use the terminology about a tent meeting. If you look at your body from a biblical standpoint, we're identified as a temple sometimes, and as a tent sometimes. Yes, sir. The, tr- the truth of the matter is God wants to have a tent meeting within you right now. Oh, that's good. uh, George, you're going to lead the way in the next hour talking about this as well. Um, Would you like to pray a prayer here at the close this? We've got about 30 seconds in this segment. George, Elias, and pray. And then we're going to, my friend, I hope you've been buckled up and you've noted the phone number. We're going to give it to you again at the top of the hour, which is soon. I'm going to have George pray us out of this hour and get ready because Holy Spirit is going to do some things in your life, but not only is he going to do things in your life, when you declare that to other people, even calling in, it's going to impact other people. You will be an evangelist as well. George Elias. Father God, thank you for grace. Thank you for life, Lord God, and thank you for what you're doing in our lives, Lord. We just pray as Brian prayed, Lord, and sensing the Holy Spirit Mm. as he spoke, Lord God, that you impact those that are listening to this program, Father, that what Brian's story, what he shared, will touch those that heard the program in Jesus', Jesus name. Come on, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. My listening friend, God has pitched you as a tent, and he wants to indwell you right now. We're going to allow him to do that, and we're going to see what that, the fruit of that looks like and sounds like when George Elias takes the co-pilot seat with me and Brian Jordan takes the guest seat when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends. Second hour is upon us. Uh, The hours and the minutes and the seconds 
ticked by quickly. And uh, that's true in this radio show, but that's also true in life. It's also true in Scripture because we have reached a time that I would call end times right now. I mean, a lot of times, years ago, we used to preach and teach this thing, and we go, okay, well, this isn't going to happen for decades or, you know, generations and the truth of the matter is, you look at the scripture and you go, oh, that just happened. Oh, that's happening now. Oh, these things, you know, there used to be things here and there that would happen. We'd go, oh, isn't, isn't this a wonderful sign or an amazing sign? Now the signs are happening one on top of another, and they're compounding. So you need to be aware that the coming of the Lord is soon. Mm. And so we want to spend our time on this show, particularly this show, this program, uh, equipping you and empowering you as one of God's saints because he desires to embrace you, communicate to you, empower you. And so we don't often do on on this show, we don't open the phone lines often because I we spend this basically on encouraging uh, people throughout San Diego County to come on and tell their stories. But this is a unique show. And if, if you have listened to this show before or you're listening now and your heart is being wrenched as a result of this, I really invite you to give us a call because we want to minister to you. But Or if you want to you call in and say, guess what the Lord did to, with me recently or what I need him to do, I want you to feel free to do that. It would be a, a great blessing to us. Let me give you the phone number a couple of different ways. 866-577-2473. Once again, 866-577-2473. Or you could just simply go... One eight six six K praise. That's K P R A I S E. One eight six six K praise. So I really encourage you to give us a call, and we'll just stop down what we're doing. We'll minister with with what God has stirred in you as well. Now it's my pleasure to introduce, reintroduce George Elias, but not as a guest anymore. Oh no, he is now. <laughs> he is now. He's not. He's not in a guest seat. He is now co-host. So George. What's Holy Spirit telling you? Because you're an evangelist. You love people, and you love to have God save them. So, Brian, are you ready to sit in the color commentary chair? Ready and willing. Okay. George Elias, give it to us. I know from me, from my heart, I love preaching the gospel. It's the greatest joy that I have known is to lead someone to the saving grace of of Christ. And um, I, I love to be able to teach people how to minister to other people, how to tap into their hearts, and bring them to salvation. Uh, Romans one sixteen says that uh, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. There, the, the, the gospel of Christ, there is power there. Sharing the, the good news of salvation, there is power there. And I know that there's been a lot of uh, uh, talk about this upcoming revival. There's going to be a move of the Spirit unlike anything else that we yep. have experienced. It's not only upcoming, but it's in progress a, a, right a, now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I believe with all my heart that it's not so much going to a specific location and hearing a specific person minister the gospel in a tent or in a church. I believe that it's the body of Christ that God is going to raise up so that each and every one of us can go out with power and be able to be effective in ministering multitudes of people around the world. It's going to be a body ministry. It's going to be a mm. kingdom work upon every person around the world. That's what God is doing. So, But I also tend to believe that there's certain things that we must do to be able to help someone understand. And understand is a very biblical word. It's a very important word to help people understand what they need to know about the gospel message. Now, here's the point. Look in Matthew chapter 13, verse 19 and verse 23. Parable of the sower, very familiar parable. 
Jesus said in verse 19 that when the, when the word goes out and the person did not understand it, the devil comes and rips him off. The devil comes and steals that word that was supposed to be planted in the person's heart. Interesting, in verse 23, the person that, that, that the word of God was planted in his heart and understood it bore much fruit. Understanding is very, it's a key word, it's a very important word to our hearts. I did not know, I literally, I don't put down any church, I don't put down churches, I'm not here to do that, but I came out of the Catholic Church. I grew up there. I was faithful to attend uh, Mass every single Sunday. I was taught that. But I did not know that I had to be born again. I did not know that I had to receive Jesus into my heart the way it was supposed to be. I always thought that when people talked about receiving Jesus, I received Jesus every time I had communion. I, I, I believed a certain way that you couldn't talk me out of, but I needed to know truth that literally set me free. So I would, I would just ask you to really get a little bit of a, of a desire to talk to people at length and find out what's in their heart. My desire is, is to pull out what's, in, what's wrong, pull out the error, and plant the truth. The Holy Spirit uses truth. When truth is given into a person's heart, conviction sets in. Yes. Even with the upcoming revival, like every other revival, it is based on repentance. Mm, come it, on. There, there is a, there's a call of God upon every single person that we first of all come to him with a repentant heart. But repentance happens when we understand truth and when we understand that we have fallen short of what God has called us to, to do, to know Jesus. The difference between religion and versus relationship. When I understood that as a Catholic, then conviction set in. When sin was shown to me from Scripture, especially in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10, I saw my sin there from a Christian that shared that with me. When I realized that I was lost, I dropped to my knees in a Catholic church and yes. cried out to yes, God. Yes, yes, yes. George, you know, that, that's, that's so heartrending and it's so true. People are, don't know what to do right now, and Jesus is the solution. We've got a phone caller. Let's attend to that and see where Holy Spirit... You know, one of the things I love about this show is I write kind of rough scripting notes, but about the first paragraph of the show, Holy Spirit says, nice try, let's go this direction. Well, your heart cry is to present the gospel. We've opened the phone lines. I'm going to give the phone line to you as well right now, my listening friend, uh, because we're opening those up in Georgia, and we would like to minister with you, to you, and on your behalf. And that's one eight six six K praise one eight six six K P R A I S E and call in and tell your testimony or how we can pray for you. We have a person on the line right now. This person's name is Robin from San Diego, and she wants to talk about uh, a devastating event as it related to her husband. Robin, are you there? I'm here. Why don't you, uh, quick, you? Yes. Quick, why don't you quickly tell us the story, and because we want to intercede for you, and you may have some things you want to share about how God has intervened already, or how He needs to, and we will deal with that. We've got about two or three minutes in this segment, and I'm going to have you stay on the line with me after the commercial break. We'll continue dealing with that. Is that okay, Robin? Yes. Okay. Tell tell your story. Okay. Well, hi, Kaz. What a privilege to be oh, on your show. Oh, thank you, Robin. I just, I want to say hello to George Elias. Um, I don't know if he would remember my husband, Daniel Hillstad. We were pastors in yes, San Diego. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so he just passed away not quite a year ago on Thanksgiving, 
2020 during COVID, not from COVID, but other issues. Um, I know he's up there with the cloud of witnesses cheering us on. And um, I was just basically calling just for uh, to say my heart just goes out to those who have lost their loved ones, their partners in the ministry and life. And um, uh, asking for prayer as a, a widow now um, to carry on with uh, the ministry and what God is, uh, especially women who are wondering, you know, how God can use them now as single women. And life changes when you lose your partner. Oh, my. So, um so hello from the cloud of witnesses for my husband. I <laughs> hello George. Hey Robin, hello, thank you for again. thank you for calling, Robin. Yeah, we just wanted to connect. I just felt such a connection with you guys. Well, um, let let I mean, I'm going to hand the now. baton over to George Elias and let, let him pray with you and over you, and then Robin, I, I'm yeah. going to allow you to help us. Uh, with this segment and stay with us into the next one, would you? Because I I think you're gonna your testimony is striking a chord with a lot of people right now. So George, take about a minute here yeah. to pray over Robin and stay with us on the line, Robin. Would you? Because we're gonna deal with this in the next segment as well. George Elias, Robin, in in Jesus' name, I want to lift you up and I want to thank you, Father God, for carrying carrying Robin, my Lord, through this, strengthening her and helping her, Lord God, to 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 do grief, Lord. I know grief recovery is very important, but I thank you, Lord God, for just bringing her to, to the place that she needs to be, Father. I thank you, Lord God, for strengthening her, my Lord. I entrust her into your care, and I thank you for continuing to guide and direct her and strengthen her heart, Father, in everything that you would have her to mm-hmm. do from this point forward in Jesus' name. Yes, yes, yes. And all the saints mm-hmm. that, and the saints that are listening to this broadcast all in one voice said, Amen. Amen. That's one of the wonderful things about radio and broadcast. You've got a lot of people watching and listening, and uh, we can all gather together with great power. Robin, stay with us for a little bit of the next segment, would you? Because George Elias and I are going to talk about this, and um, Brian is going to be helping us, Brian Jordan as well. So my listening friend, we've only opened it up opened up the floodgates. Let me give you that phone number one more time, one 577 2473 or another way to say it, one 6 K praise key K P R A I S E. My listening friend, the Lord has you on his speed dial and he hopes that you have him on your speed dial as well. (laughs) We're going to talk more about this and other things when we come right back. This is come together, San Diego, the live local show on K praise more come together. San Diego is just moments away. Now more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Welcome back, my friends. This is a unique show. Typically, I don't open the phone lines for callers because uh, we're putting things outward and not uh, receiving things inward, in particularly in this, this content. But this is a different show right now because we want to open the phone lines because there are a lot of people that are hurting out there, and we've got prayer warriors and uh, evangelists here in the studio that can share some insights that perhaps you hadn't thought about. And our heart cry is to uplift you and empower you. We still have uh, Robin on the line who was speaking with us in the last segment. And Robin, uh, when we were talking during the break, 
uh, Brian Jordan said, I want to pray for this lady as well. So Brian, and, and then my my co-host is George Elias as well, and Brian Jordan is here doing color commentary. But color commentary guy, you wanted to pray for Robin and the yes. passing of her, her, her husband. And uh, lay it on us. And Robin, I trust that you're still here? Yes, I am. Okay, Robin, here you go. Hi, Robin. God bless you. God bless you. And uh, I just want to pray for you that God would meet you. Um, I love that you were talking about Daniel and the cloud of witnesses. Father, thank you for what you do. Only you can do it. Be her paracletos. Be Holy Spirit. Meet her in that place that only a widow could be met by God. By God himself. God, manifest yourself, I pray for an overflowing of Holy Spirit activity, that joy and laughter and impartation would that flow to her and just flow. And um, I pray, God, that little things would encourage her. I remember a brother sent me a thing by Watchman Nee talking about God is really concerned with those that are going through deep trials. And you need to ask him why he's not concerned with you if you're not facing trials. And just that perspective of many people in the persecuted church. And I pray that Robin would have that. And Robin, I don't know if you've ever, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I don't know if you've been on any missions or done missions. And maybe you did that in the past. But I feel like God's got something new for you, a, a new branch, a new opportunity. And I pray as a woman, I know that that might be more difficult. But I know like my spiritual mother, Heidi Baker, is a powerful lion of a woman, and I pray for. I the... just watched Heidi. <laughs> oh, did you? Come on! I did. My wife yes. was just with her last week, and oh, uh, man. and uh, she's our spiritual mom. And I pray that that lion impartation in Africa. They call me Baba Shumba. That means Father oh. Lion. I just released the lion's roar over you that you would be a mighty woman for the end times harvest. God bless you. Oh my, my comment, uh, Robin. Uh, I know. Uh, that this is touching your heart right now. So uh, mm-hmm. any 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 words of wisdom here? As a believer, obviously, you are a person that uh, can share some encouragement to a lot of other people that are experiencing similar kind of things right now. You can be a voice of hope even on this broadcast, and then I'll have George uh, follow up with that, and then I'll thank you for your call. Robin, lay it on us. Wow. Well, I want to say I, I was listening, and I just felt this connection and the importance of being a part and knowing that you're a part of the family and the body of Christ. And um, God is our husband, and especially the widows. I, I'm just calling out to him. He's in Psalms. I'm not sure which one. It says that God is a champion mm. of the widow. So um, he is my champion, and... He is um, championing, championing our cause, even in the pain, even in the... It's identifying with Christ and his suffering. Mm-hmm. It's uh, laying it all on him as he took it to the cross and, and going there with him. Come our on. lives were bought with his blood. The price that was paid for our lives to be laid down as uh, lovers of God and uh, to, to share that and to comfort those that with the comfort that we've been comforted with, uh, but at the same time going through the grieving of losing someone and trying to find your way again. 
um, so on that path, <laughs> you know, carving out. We were called to be pioneers, and now my my uh, the man with the machete is gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I um uh, I feel like I'm in a new mission field. We did go to the mission field in uh, many places early on in our ministry, and. Uh, I have a mission field right here in this little town that I'm living in in Wisconsin, where it's very cold. Wow. Um, um, for the church to awaken to what you guys are talking about, that we all have a purpose and a calling and a destiny, and, and it's in Him alone, and whether we're alone or with, you know, but we are a part of the body of Christ, and those who have gone before us are there in that cloud of witnesses yes. and they have gone on to glory and they are Amen. in the glory that we so are longing for. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Robin, for your great depth. Appreciate that. And uh, God bless you mightily. You, you know how much you're loved. My I listening know. friend, thank you, thank you, Robin. I know I'm going to hand it over to George Elias here, but I'm going to give you the phone number, my listening friend. So you may have a testimony or some consideration that you're not sure how God is going to inspire you in it, and we will walk with you through that. We're only on the air until the top of the hour, so make that dialing soon. The phone number is 1-866-577-2473. Let me give it to you another way. 866-K-PRAISE. 1-866-K-P-R-A-I-S-E. K-PRAISE. Dial in and uh, give your praise report or your concern and let us invest God's heart into your spirit. George, thoughts? Robin, thank you for calling. My heart goes out to you, my sister. And one thing that I want to say, there's going to be people that will come into your life that you are going to be able to pour into. When you minister, and I know you do this already, I know that you and your husband had a heart for other people. Um, but I know you're listening to the program. So I just want to say to you, uh, the Lord's going to bring people into your life, minister to them, listen to their hearts, because listening is a big part of evangelism. It's a big part of tapping into people's hearts to find out what is going on in their life and then tap into their life and minister to them as the Holy Spirit guides and direct you. Yes. So I know you're listening to the program. But as you go forward from this day forward, God is going to show you other people, and you are going to be extremely effective in bringing people out of their pain and bringing people to the place that they need to be in their life. That's right. Blessings, Robin. Yeah, George Elias, you know, one of the things uh, that we realize, too, is sometimes when God gives you a word for a person, it's not really for a person, it's right. for people. Right. And my listening friend, uh, don't just say, well, that was for somebody else. No, that word of declaration and encouragement from George Elias is for, was also particularly specifically for Y-O-U. God's kids need to be bolstered by him, but also horizontally by other people side by side with them, and you may be called on. In fact, I know you are, you, whoever you are, are called upon to bolster somebody else as well. So we're going to invest the entire remainder of this hour in giving you encouragement, and I'm going to allow Holy Spirit and George to team up on the broadcast here. And uh, so we've got about a minute or so left in this segment. How would you like to close this, George, and set up the stage for everything that's going to happen in the last half hour of the show? 
Well, I wanted to continue sharing a little bit about the gospel yes. and what actually is effective in bringing people to the saving knowledge of Christ. And one of the things that has been very, very instrumental in my life, and as I share with other people, is the understanding that we cannot get saved by our good works. I was ministering in the beach last year, and I came across a lady and started ministering to her. And when I asked her if, she, if something were to happen to her, would she go to heaven? She goes, yes. And I asked her, on what do you base that on? She said, because I'm a good person. Most people get hung up on that one part of the gospel message more than anything else. I thought I was going to heaven because I was a good person or because I belonged to a specific church. That is so key to helping to understand how to bring someone to Christ. But what you're saying is that's not the solution. No. That's, that's, that's um, a, a social gospel that uh, really ends in a lie. The truth of the matter is right. you have to have a personal relationship exactly. the key, with the Lord. The, the key here is understanding that your salvation has been paid for by Jesus. The blood of Jesus has already purchased your salvation. It's a free gift. All we have to do is say, I want it. Amen. And it's very simple. And then, But most people tend to look at it as uh, looking at their life. They're basically judging the standard for their salvation based on who they are, not based on what uh, who Jesus is and what he did. So Yes, yes, yes. So, George, very good. We're going to spend the last two segments dealing with this, but we're also going to be praying into you, um, and we're going to pray a prayer of salvation. You, If you don't feel comfortable calling in, a lot of people don't, and that's understandable. But we're going to be praying with you the prayer of salvation throughout the remainder of this show, and you can repeat with us the prayer of salvation. You don't have to call in, but all you do is call up. That's call right. up to the Lord, and he will answer you. That's right. And he will in, invest his heart into you because you've given your life over to him because of the shed blood of his son. It's a real simple message. Right. We're going to talk more about this, but I also encourage you to call in if God stirs you to do so. 866-K-PRAISE, 866-K-P-R-A-I-S-E. We're going to talk more about that. This is a pivotal time, my friend, and God called us to do this show for no one but Y-O-U. We'll talk more about that when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends. Topic for the day for us is acquiring beauty for ashes. A lot of you have ashes in your life, spiritual ashes of things that have gone awry and you're wondering why. But the truth of the matter is God's got this. And he needs to have you, when you realize his plans, it'll set you free and empower you as well. So we, we've been spending some time talking about this. Uh, Brian Jordan, an evangelist, uh, a missionary, and so many other things has been with us for the first hours, the co-host, and George Elias has been a color commentary guy, and we switched the seats for them the second hour <laughs> so that George Elias gets to be the co-host. And you've got it on your heart to minister revival and the gospel and uh, we took a phone call to that it kind of interceded in the midst of your conversation. I'm going to invite you to continue, George Elias. You know, Kaz, uh, when we talk about the theme, Beauty for Ashes, I can look back at my own life, in and out of jail, heavy into drugs, alcohol, pornography. I was a mess. I had already overdosed on drugs. My mom rushed me to the hospital. I survived it, obviously. I'm here. But yet, throughout that whole time of my life, I did not realize what God was offering me. 
uh, the salvation that he actually brought to me. And it wasn't until a uh, Baptist Christian shared the gospel with me. And I understood for the first time in my life that, that there was an actual thing called born again. I did not know that. I did not, I did not experience that until in a Catholic church on my knees, look it up at a big crucifix on the wall. I said, God, if this thing is real, I want it. If this is real, I need change. I had already had uh, an experience with a couple of hell's angels. Uh, I've been a biker for many, many years, but I had an experience where we were taken to a house and locked in, and I thought I was going to lose my life that night. When I got home, I said, I don't want to live like this anymore. I wanted something different. And then the Lord met me in that Catholic church on my knees when I came to Christ, and I began to realize what God had offered to me. But one of the things that's really important to me that people that are listening, maybe you don't know if you really have what we call an assurance of salvation. Assurance mm-hmm. of salvation is so key to our, sal- to our knowledge of, of being, knowing that we're saved. If you were to die today, would you go to heaven? How do you know you have a, a, a knowing in your spirit that you are going to be in God's presence? And that's one thing that comes by knowing Jesus as Lord. The Bible literally tells you, you can know without doubt that you have eternal life. 1 John chapter 5, verse 12 and 13 tells you that. Romans chapter 8, verse 16 tells you that. You should know in your heart that you have eternal life. If you don't know that, I encourage you, when we pray during this program, we're going to pray for those that need that touch from the Lord, that need that assurance that they have eternal life. We're going to pray with you, and I want you to just voice that prayer between you and God, and let the Holy Spirit just draw you in and help you to understand that you're there, that you're in God's presence, and that your name literally is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So it's so important for me to you that you know that and that you have that in your heart. So I just encourage you, just go ahead and look to the Lord and let the Lord just show you where you're at and what your belief system is. But again, as I was sharing a little while ago about people that literally are placing their whole faith on their own works, it does not work that way. Salvation is a free gift. It's something that God already provided you for you through the blood of Jesus. So just I encourage you to go ahead and tap into what God has for you. I, wanna, I know that we want to pray for for boldness. We want to pray that you would have such a fearless faith that God would literally bring you to the place where you can literally evangelize and bring many people to a saving knowledge of Christ. Salvation literally means you are connecting with God. You have a connection with God. And literally, uh, in Acts chapter 20, uh, verse 21, the Bible says that Paul the Apostle was sharing, and he was saying that we need to have repentance towards God, and faith towards our our Lord Jesus Christ. You connect with God when that happens. It's repentance towards a holy God that we have sinned against and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. One of the most important things that I tell people about their walk with the Lord is put your trust in Jesus. If you're putting your trust in your works, you're putting your trust in yourself, you're going to miss it. I guarantee you, you will miss it. It is putting your faith in what Jesus already accomplished on the cross of Calvary is where we literally need to be at. So I just encourage you to tap into that. You know, the scripture says that if we confess with our mouth, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we tap into God. We have salvation. Those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So I just encourage you 
tap into that realm that God wants to use you in. But if you're, if you're already there, you really believe in your heart, but you want to be used of God, uh, step out, step out in faith. Many, many years ago, I did not know how, how to evangelize. I shoved a bunch of gospel tracts in my pocket. This was back in the 70s. I got saved in the Jesus movement back in 1976 in November. I didn't know what to do with it. So I stuffed a bunch of gospel tracts in my pocket, went to uh, one of the beaches here in San Diego, Pacific Beach, and just started walking around, started passing a few out. And that evening, that first evening, I led someone to Christ. And literally, I felt like I had just been born again, again. (laughs) And it it just became a uh, revolutionized my whole outlook on my faith in Christ. Yes. literally turned into a ministry, which exists to this day. Yes, it does. George Elias, would you, we've got about four minutes left in this segment. Would you take this, and my listening friend, if you've been stirred by what George has said or what has been said throughout this program, it's time for you to make that prayer. And if you've already made that prayer, it's time to rededicate through this prayer. So, George, I'm going to ask you in these three and a half minutes or so that are left to pray slowly this prayer, and I'm asking you, my listening friend, to listen to and repeat after George, and then we're going to take a break. And if the Holy Spirit calls on your heart and says, uh, give your testimony, fine. If not, we're going to close the last segment by summarizing these things and giving another call. And also, I'm going to ask you gentlemen to give us websites for for your ministries as yeah. well. So, George, now that I've blabbed a lot, <laughs> I'm going to hand it to you, take about two and a half minutes. And my listening friend, listen, hear, pray, and obey. George Elias. Talk to God at this one point and say, Father, first of all, Father God, I rededicate my life to you. I believe that Jesus died for me. And this day, this evening in my life, I renew that commitment before you, Father God. I believe that Jesus has come into my heart. I put my trust in him. And I ask you to make me the person that you want me to be, Father I ask you, Lord God, help me to read your word and to understand it as I read it. Guide and direct my life, and I thank you for my salvation, and I thank you for fulfilling that which you have committed into my trust, into my life, in Jesus' name. My, 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 Brian, I know you're stirred as well. We've got about a minute or so. This scripture is on my heart. I told you earlier, Ephesians 3, verse 20, in the Amplified, the New King James Amplified. Now to him, as what George was saying, this is God, to him who is able to carry out this purpose, whether you're becoming an evangelist, learning it, whatever, his purpose and do super abundantly. I love that word. God is able to do super abundantly more than all that we dare ask, think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. God bless each one of you out there. I pray that this scripture would hit your hearts and you would know God is able to bring beauty for ashes, to make you the most meek person, to make you on fire as an evangelist in Jesus' name. My, 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 my friends, this is, while in one sense it's a somber moment, but it's a somber moment in that you and I have made a decision that we are not all that we think we are, but we're everything that God thinks we are. And so the point of the matter is, Let God into your life through Jesus Christ, and you're going to find remarkable things happening for you, with you, to you, and through you. 
My listening friend, I'm going to open the phone lines one last time as we go into the next segment. And if you feel like God wants to give you an encouragement or a, a bless other people, that's fine. We're running out of time, so I need to be sensitive in this, but I'm going to give you the phone number one last time. one eight six six k praise one eight six six k p r a i s e. My listening friend, you've made a remarkable decision, and the Bible says that the angels in heaven are rejoicing at this moment because of the decision that you made. But you're going to see the fruit of this decision mm. beginning now. God's going to be doing whispering little things into your heart. He's going to be showing you things in Scripture. You may even see a bumper sticker, or you may see a sign, or somebody may say a word in the grocery store, something like that, and you go, well, what did you say? They don't even know what they said. God just stirred them to say that to encourage you because God works that way. We're going to talk more about these things because you've entered into the most remarkable time frame in your personal life and for the lives of everybody around you. We're going to talk more about this when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Welcome back. I'm always amazed at how quickly this broadcast comes to pass. It's two hours, you think, from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific time would, you know, take its own due time. But it goes quickly, especially because we're engaged in Holy Spirit-driven conversation and anointing. So I'm always amazed at this. My co-host and guest for this show, uh, Brian Jordan, was sitting in the co-pilot seat with me the first hour, and he's a missionary-minded, gospel-minded lover of God, and he has some scars that he uses as springboards into intimacy with the Lord. So good to have you, Brian, with me, and also in the co-pilot seat with me right now, George Elias, and he's been talking about uh, the gospel and sharing the gospel with you, George. Remarkable. We've got one more segment here to go. Let's start with giving you guys an opportunity to give your website information right now, and then I'm going to set you loose again, George, to tie all the strings together. So, Brian, why don't you give your website quickly? Okay. Yeah, it's generation1.org, and that's W O N, generation1.org. And you can also uh, Google Iris Global, we're part of that too. And uh, most of what we do is in Africa, but um, evangelism here and working with the First Nations. and uh, Yes. Uh, Brian Jordan. And once again, the website. Is uh, www.generationwon.org. Generation1.org. We, we love it. Okay, George, how about you? George Lies. Okay. It's P, as in Paul, W Ministries.net pwministries.net. And through the website, I also offer some of my books. I've written five of them, published two, just completed another one, which will also be published. But I have one book on evangelism, two on discipleship, and then a published book called Jesus of Nazareth based on Colossians 2.9, and Faithful and Free, Keys to Living with Passion. My, very good. Well, I'm going to hand the baton to you. We've got about six minutes or seven minutes in the show to tie everything together. And, Brian, of course, you can do color commentary, but I think uh, George is on a roll here. My listening friend, if you've been praying the prayers that we've been presenting to you, congratulations. You are a new creature in Christ. 
and uh, expect Holy Spirit to be talking to you. Even this evening while you're sleeping, he may be whispering good things into your ears. And the enemy is, of course, going to try to spoil the ground that is fertile in you. You just say, have I mentioned that I received Jesus? That makes them go away very quickly. George? One thing that I want to really encourage you, those of you that are listening, you have a heart for God. Yes. You have a, a passion for God, but having a passion for God gives you a compassion for people. I encourage you, tell your story. Share your testimony. I do that almost every single time I'm ministering to someone about Jesus. I tell them what God did for me, how I came to know him, and where I am so confident of where I'm going right now. Tell your story. But very, very important, don't make the mistake uh, as you share your faith with someone Don't make the mistake of just praying with somebody and do nothing to help them get established in a local church. That's good, George. It's so important because here's here's the point. The devil cannot stop you from getting saved. If he could, none of us would be saved. But the devil can, in many times, keep a person from getting established in the faith by many things that happen in their life. That's why it's so important to have discipleship, mentoring someone, helping someone— grow in their faith, making sure they get planted in a local church. That is key to what you're supposed to be doing in in the kingdom. Keep in mind, in Mark chapter 16, Jesus tells us, go preach the gospel to every creature. But yet in Matthew's gospel, Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations. They both have to work together. It is so key. Let me give you a quick testimony of what I'm sharing with you. Um, Many years ago, Many years ago, uh, I was given an address in the Mira Mesa area here in San Diego County. Mira Mesa, all I had was an address. I had no idea what this meant. It just said, here's somebody that needs your ministry. Uh, Somebody handed you that address. Someone gave me that address. I showed up on the front curb of Dan and Marta, live in Mira Mesa. As I drove up, Dan was outside, and... I, he, he did not know me. I did not know him. I opened the door, stepped outside, and I go, Dan. And he looked at me and goes, who are you? I introduced myself. I said, you know, I'll be totally honest with you. Uh, someone just gave me this address. Can I talk to you for a little bit? I did not know what God wanted to do. He goes, you want to come in? I go, yes. I went in, and as I walked into the living room, I noticed on the side there were some suitcases that were just there. So I sat down, and I just started ministering, shared my testimony, shared what God had done in my life. In the process of half hour, 45 minutes, one hour, I don't remember how long ago it was, how long it took, we were on the floor, coming to, they were coming to Christ. I led them to a saving So it was a they. They came to yes. Christ, yes. But what happened, it was that day that they were going to get separated. Dan had already packed his suitcases, oh and my. they were going to get separated, and we were going to get divorced. Mm. And yet the timing was perfect. I showed up. I brought them to Christ, invited them to church the next day. They came, and to this day, they're still serving God. Oh, my. I still have their phone number. I I connect with them off and on. They're still in love with the Lord. So the point here is there are people in your life that God wants you to reach. There are people in your life that you need to go after. Keep in mind, 
the key to salvation is not just praying a prayer. The key to salvation is making sure they get planted and growing and established in their faith. Oh, my. Very good. Just wanted to ask, George, like, how did you say you got their information? Was it through a prophetic word? Or no, through no. Church someone, or? someone actually gave me their address. Just said, here's an address of some people that need some ministry time. That's all I knew. And oh I just followed up on it. I follow up on people as much as I can. When I'm given the information, I could tell you so many stories of people that I go to the hospital because someone told me there's someone in the hospital that needs your, your time, and I show up at the hospital and bring them to Christ and minister to them. Many, many times through the years, keep, keep this in mind, most of the people that I have brought to Christ and are still walking with the Lord are people that I get, have gotten involved in their life. It wasn't just praying a prayer, and that's as far as it went. I'd literally find out where they're at, show up, and minister to them, and find out what exactly is happening in their life, and then their life literally gets transformed. Yes, yes. Well, you know, here, here's the deal. We're human beings, but we're dealing with a supernatural God who created us. He created the earth. He created everything. So we go, God, this is, problem is too big for me to handle, and even God. Well, the truth of the matter is he made you, and he made the solutions for those problems. So it's, it's not too big for him, even though it looks like it's hopeless for you. It's hopeful through him, period. Mm-hmm. So what God wants to do right now is he wants to quicken himself within you through his Holy Spirit. And as you embrace Jesus, Holy Spirit comes and lives within you, and all of a sudden— I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on. And the thing that I want to I wanna close as we finish this segment and this radio broadcast is I want to pray that God uses you uh, supernaturally. Yes. It's, it's one thing to be able to just share the gospel, and, and we believe that the Holy Spirit is involved in their life when we're sharing the gospel. The power is in the gospel message. But there's, there's a greater realm of power when we move in signs, wonders, miracles, yes. on, the prophetic, yes. words of knowledge, healing. Many people that, that we are able to just minister to, and you know that there's a specific yes. need there. Yes. Let the Lord use you. Pray for them. Yes. Bring, bring healing into their lives. Bring a miracle into their lives. Ask them how you can pray for them and what you need to do to be able to just bring them the, the, the much-needed uh, move that God wants to touch them in. Yes. So I, I just pray, yeah. Father. Yeah, well, but even more than pray, George, I'm going to say pray and declare absolutely. into their lives right now with, with whole heart that God's going to do these things to and through you, my listening friend, and these words are declarations to God's ear on your behalf and entrust that something significant is going to happen. You got maybe 45 seconds okay. or so, George. I, I want to just do an impartation yes. through the radio Come on. right now. If you're listening, if you're listening and you have a heart for this, God is moving upon you. In Jesus' name, I declare and impart yes. that God will use you Shakaraba. in signs yes. and yes. wonders yes. and miracles mm. to mm. impact yes, those Release in it, your life. Yes. Lord, in Jesus' name, those that have a heart to hear, mm. listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying Come, to Lord. them, Father God. You listen and just say, I claim that right now. I receive that right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Hallelujah. Brian Jordan, thank you, brother. Thank you, George Elias, thank you, brother. It's a pleasure. My, my, my listening friend, something supernatural has just happened. And look in the mirror, it's happened to you. Mm-hmm. We're expecting good things out of this through you because God's been 
longing to have a full intimate relationship with you even before you were born. So uh, this is, these are times where you have to engage the Lord because there's been ever, never been a time like this before. Mm. And you're being called upon to be in whom you've been called to be, period, done deal. So my listening friend, what a joy to have my two friends here, but my multiple friends out there listening to this broadcast. God's word is true because he is true. In fact, he is truth. Amen. And my listening friend, God bless you. And just be watching and listening and and, and sensing that God's be going to be speaking to you in unique ways from this point forth, even forevermore. George, Brian, my listening friend, thank you for joining us. Thank and you, Come Cass. Together San Diego. We'll see you again next week. And as they always say, and I love it, same time, same station. <laughs> God <laughs> thank bless. You. Thanks for joining Cass Tater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.